the subject of this week is, well, Hanukkah. It's, it's day two of Hanukkah, and Hanukkah starts in the evening time, and most folks light a candle. They have a, a, a special kind of menorah that uh, with eight places for candles and then a helper one to light it with, and the helper is represents Jesus, obviously. Yeah. Well, not for the Jews. It does represent uh, the the one that's expected to be the Messiah for them, but mm. of course they missed that just a little bit right there. But it's really not about lighting the candles and all. In fact, we're going to break it down in little pieces, just little bites this time. We're not going to give you some big long teaching, but uh, a couple each hour, going to break it down and let you know. Now, uh, last time I told you, you know, this isn't one of those seven feasts of the Lord from Passover to the Feast of Tabernacles. These are this holiday of Hanukkah is one of two special days of joy or Yom Simcha that came about long after Moses. This one came about and really started about 300 years before Jesus. So uh, they're not obviously listed in the Torah because that was written 1500 years before. So it's impossible. So during the month of December, usually you experience Hanukkah. Now, it's a celebration of two different events. First, and it's pretty exciting because we need victory. You know, we're going to celebrate our 40-year anniversary next week and go back in time and remember when we first became, we weren't always victory 91.5. We were WWEV, Christian Music Radio. Somebody else had the name Victory that was using it, and they eventually decided to no longer use it. And we gave it a few years to kind of go go out of the usage, and then we picked that up, and we became Victory 91.5. Everybody loves Victory. Hanukkah is about Victory. It's when Israel won a great victory against the mighty Greek Empire. And you're talking about the the empire that began with Alexander the Great, and and so for them to come back and fight down that empire and win is so miraculous it's just ridiculous farmers and priests and all and they should have never won so it's a very miraculous victory so number one it's that but then 165 years later it was when the angel gabriel appeared to mary and yeshua jesus was conceived by the holy spirit so that's when he first came to earth and was dwelling in her womb. It's just like you have a little victory uh, in your womb for ahead as Liberty Love gets ready for the month of February. Uh, for Mary, this week of Hanukkah, so we look back and when, when the Holy Spirit came upon her and, and Jesus came into the world as just uh, this one that you couldn't see, you could experience a little bit, it's not the birth, which will happen in September, but we're going to look at the story of how do we know it's this week? Mm. How do we know when the Holy Spirit came? So we're going to journey back and, and uh, a little bit to kind of the roots of Hanukkah. It's the story of the Maccabees, just to give you the one that we told Corey every year that she never remembered. It's uh, Maccabees is not a family name. Maccabees means hammer. It's the Hebrew word for hammer because this courageous band of Jewish fighters literally hammered the mighty Greek army into submission, liberated Israel from the one, well, one of the greatest empires that the world ever knew. But even then, that's not really the beginning. We have to go a little bit further back. The Hanukkah story begins over 300 years before Jesus uh, came to earth. It was in 333 B.C. Now, how do you like, what's, on a level of 1 to 10, how much do you like history? 
I don't know. I mean, I think it's interesting. I'm just not very good at retaining yeah. information. <laughs> you remember a lot of things. I, mean, yeah, I just, uh, for whatever reason, you had this uh, blockage dealing with Hanukkah every year. <laughs> it's because the presents got in the way. They it did. Was it distracting. Was, it was too exciting when you get eight presents. See, it's way too many presents. Uh, well, so the history is this. Alexander the Great was a, uh, a great warrior. He conquered a huge part of the world. And uh, one of my favorite quotes comes from him. He saw... He was inspecting his troops one day, and there was a, a soldier, and he was just, you know, he just looked terrible. Everything about him was terrible. He was doing a terrible job. He was just unkempt. And uh, Alexander rode up on his horse, and he said, what's your name? And he said, my name's Alexander. He said, well, either change your character or change your name. And left because it meant that much. So he was a great warrior. Died very young. They actually killed him. He was conquering the world, and they they no longer wanted to conquer. But Hanukkah, you think Alexander because the places he conquered uh, are, are where this story comes about. He enforced a rather lenient form of what the the Greek way of life, where they called it Hellenistic culture. So you could be Jewish and living like a Greek, basically. So he just encouraged the nations to study their language, the customs, and dress like the Greeks. Uh, one legend actually tells the story of when he marched through Jerusalem, he asked the high priest to build a statue in his honor within the temple. And of course, the high priest told him, it's forbidden, we can't uh, put a statue in our temple. And, but the Jewish people, they said, we'll make you a living memorial. We'll name all of our firstborn sons after the great king. And Alexander supposedly agreed to this, and things went fairly well. A few hundred years go by. Alexander died, of course. His kingdom was divided amongst his generals, and uh, Seleucus founded the Seleucid Empire, which controlled much of the Middle East, including Israel. So life continued well until another century passed and a new king came to board and that is Antiochus Epiphanes the uh, fourth he rose to power and sought to destroy the Jewish faith so that all men would only worship just like the Greeks they had no mercy on anything so there are two books in the Jewish Bible I believe they're also in the Catholic Bible which is the book of Maccabees and it tells the story of Antiochus has who first began to change things so dramatically. First, he took the the priesthood, the high priest, and all the Jewish priests in the temple, and he only put Jewish or, or Greek followers in those positions. So he eliminated the people God said to put there, and he put only Greeks there. Then he said, "You will uh, only follow the rules I make." And he pro- prohibited them to observe the Sabbath to observe any of the biblical festivals. He forbid speaking the name of Jehovah. He outlawed reading the Torah, and he ordered all copies of the, their, their Bible, basically, to be burned. Temple sacrifices were forbidden. Circumcision was outlawed. And uh, the penalty for any kind of disobedience was death. So Antiochus, very tough, very tough. Uh, the Jews were not fans of his. In fact, Epiphanes means God made manifest. So he... His name even meant that I'm God. Mm-hmm. And the Jews called him instead Epiphanes, the, the madman. So not quite uh, as uh, good as calling him God. But eventually, Antiochus set up an altar to Zeus over the altar of burnt offering in the temple and sacrificed pigs on the altar inside the sanctuary temple itself. And this led to a huge uprising by five sons of Matthias, all descendants of the true priestly line, 
So the battle came back from the kingdom of God, and after three years of fighting, this really just ragtag bunch miraculously pushed back this Seleucid Empire, and they, Israelites, were again in charge of Israel. The Maccabees liberated the temple, tore down the defiled altar, and on the third anniversary of its defilement, they dedicated a new one, made it a law that their descendants would celebrate this victory and freedom. And uh, Hanukkah literally means dedication. They rededicated the altar, a clean altar that they could sacrifice to Jehovah on, and it points to that restoration of the altar. When you say Hanukkah, you're talking about restoring the altar. It was a time of great joy. So this particular festival of Hanukkah is all about coming back to the place where you you made the sacrifices that you were once supposed to make. In other words, you may have fallen off your walk with Jesus. You may have fallen into a waywardness. This holiday is is a focus on examining your heart and seeing where your walk is and returning to a clean, undefiled walk with God. Mm. So Hanukkah is this beautiful time. There's lots of great traditions and stuff, but uh, we're going to look at this this neat connection between Hanukkah and the end times, a neat Daniel prophecy, and some more fun stuff as we go along.